ho welcome to scouting synopsis with me as always chris the mls card guy and today we're gonna top dupe the philadelphia union they love to play in finals but they also love losing them but we have a special the guest. whole city of philadelphia <laughs> by the way <laughs> yes it does none of the philly <laughs> teams y'all love getting to the final but you won't get it done when it matters but to break it all down for you to share their ups and downs we have so rare deke Find him on Play Sharper, who scored YouTube, you name it, and also released a massive 112 MLS target for 2024 video on YouTube. So check that out. We have all the details. Welcome back to Sober in the States. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I uh, love talking Philly. I uh, love talking not, you know, winning things. And uh, <laughs> let's go from there. Can we just start with the uh, with the sign behind you there? Because, like, obviously we have our signs, but that's that's pretty badass back there. That's a that's a Christmas gift for my wife. Uh, I mean, wow, unbelievable! It looks better in person. Like on camera, it gives a little bit of a, a glare, but like, yeah. oof, my neighbor's prior. Like, what is going on in his basement? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We all got to look shiny. We all got to look professional and legit, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. But before we get into it, Javik, first as always, we oh. got Orange Fly in the house. Bada Kai Wagner, Let's obviously, go. everybody's gonna have one by the time we get out of here. Mike Bassin in every sober stream ever. We got Poland representing. There we yeah. go. Uh oh, uh oh! I'm not telling oh. people to pump. Whatever. Look, biggest yeah. news though. If we're gonna Thanks. hop right into it, Kai Wagner. What an ending to the season. It was looking a little rough, but uh, how how were the vibes? Are the vibes broken? Because uh, things were looking a little rough at the end of Philly last year. Ah uh, man. Uh yeah. Whenever we did the playoff stream on here, I kind of said I wasn't really feeling them. Uh it just they didn't look right. They just didn't for last tail end. I know they weren't like losing. But they just, I don't know, it wasn't the same thing. Then Kai gets suspended. Uh, obviously, you don't condone that. Uh, but it just kind of fell flat. You know, they came out hot against New England. And then it's just they faded into, into what they usually do, but usually make like a final and then lose. Yeah, that is true. But Kai is back, right? So starting off there, the Philly, the Philly team hasn't really changed much, right? Kai Wagner, he was he's the bread and butter of this team. Are we running it back? We, you got him for two more years, or through 2027, right? Kai's going to be here for a while. 100%, he's the guy. Is he going to put up the same scores he did last year? I, I think so. I think he got off to like a, a bit of a slow start, even, at the beginning of the year, and then he kind of came on. Uh, I think he's going to post massive scores, and even if this team doesn't look the same uh, right now, surprisingly, I mean, you have like Bedoya still, no one has heard anything about him, but like, it's the same team. It, it really is, which is kind of surprising whenever you see Carranza has all these links, but it looks like Carranza is going to stay until the winter. And then he's just going to leave on a free, which I'm fine with. Let's get another year out of him. Hopefully uh, everything seems to be pointing up whenever we went into the off season. I was kind of like, man, this team, we're falling apart here. No Kai. I mean, we're going to have Andre Blake seeing like 15 shots a game. <laughs> so talk to me about the rest of that fullback position. Because at the start of the offseason, I big-brained everything and went and bought some Olivier Baizo because Harriel's going to move to the other side. is going to take his spot. They were both going to be great fullbacks. And now Harriel and Baizo probably just still split that spot and they're probably both worthless. But... Break that down. How does that how does that time split go? Is it similar to last year? Is Harry will get more because he's developing? Yeah, I would uh I sorry about your Bizo. Harry L is gonna be uh the starter in my opinion. I think Mbizo will spell him. 
I think it might be like a 70, 30, 60, 40, maybe uh, way less than a, a 50, 50. Baizo had rumors that his family couldn't get into the country and he wasn't very happy towards the end of the year. Obviously, if your family can't join you, um, but I haven't heard anything since then. That was probably three months ago. So he's still there uh, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, I, I do think it, it's a bit of a split, but uh, Harry L is going to get more of that. Then you have like Matt Real is the other guy who's yeah. just really not in contention at all. Yeah, he's sort of Kai's backup and Kai just kind of plays every yeah. game. So they'll kind of split that. And then talk to me about the center backs too. So obviously got three that are still pretty good. Back in the day, last year, Glesnus Elliott and Blake were like an unbelievable trio that you could just start every week. Uh, Damian Lowe is also there, who's been really good in Miami. Um, where does this kind of trio of center backs end up? Yeah, this is interesting because, you know, if – I was kind of kicking around a lot of things because the team was switching around uh, with if people left, you know, things like that. If Kai's gone, maybe you switch to back three. Uh, the four, three, one, two will start, probably still be there, uh, which really puts Glesnus and Elliot as the starters with, uh, you know, low getting a decent amount of run. Um, he was solid. And I know Andre Blake has a, a good connection with him, the Jamaicans. Um, but I think they will maybe lean to a three, four, one, two more often this year. Uh, they did play at times, but those back three all playing, they weren't that bad, especially with uh, you can get Wagner up forward uh, more, which he's forward anyway. He doesn't really defend too much. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, at the tail end of the year, it was like Lois getting some serious run uh, with Glesnitz being out. And I would think, I mean, Glesnitz is just a huge part of this Philly team. So I, I don't think he's going to lose his spot. Elliot, huge part of the Philly team. Um, I think Lowe's played himself into more, more game time. And especially with you have all these competitions, there's going to be spots where you're rotating, which isn't great for owners. Um, especially, you know, uh, I have Glesnitz and, you know, I'll probably, I'm in the mix of putting together the full collection so that, you know, I actually have them instead of like six of the guys. So, uh, it, it could be a little bit tricky, but I think, you know, Lowe's going to be a rotational piece. It, and you, you brought up the defensive stack. I kind of want to bring something up because Andre Blake, what's his, what's his situation going to be this summer with so many kind of international tournaments going around? Is he going to leave? And then who's going to take that spot behind him? Uh, no we know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Joe Bendick's <laughs> no gone. So, uh, you know, their situation, they graph, uh, they drafted a keeper. Um, but like it's Holden Trent and they said he's going to be a third stringer. Um, they need yeah. to sign a backup. So whoever they sign as the backup could be a, a worthy flyer, especially whenever that comes around, if you're looking to flip, but we just don't know who that is. Uh, the goalie they got was a Francesco Montal. Uh, and he has a chance to make the team over Holden Trent. But other than that, I, no real uh, beat on that. That's what we love to hear. <laughs> no handcuff for you. You get Blake and you hope for the best. But uh, yeah. regardless, that stack should smash regardless. So if if Blake goes down, something happens. Like what's the. Is it just like, like, say we get out of the transfer window and Blake goes down like. I mean, they just have to have somebody else at that point or they're just going to roll with a third string keeper. Boy, um, I don't know. The backup market, there's some decent keepers out there that you could get for a backup. Um, but like, 
Yeah, you don't feel good about that because he is the heart and soul of this team. And you're one injury away. And he got hurt last year, that one. It was very oh, like, right, right. Uh, how long is he going to be out? And you see what Joe Bendick was. I mean, you know Joe Bendick, obviously, from Orlando. Uh, he's just not <laughs> what you're looking for. Oh, it's great if uh, if you don't have him and you're playing Philly. Uh, luckily enough, when I went up to Philly for a way, it was uh, during that time. And yeah, nice. we got a nice, nice little Bendick <laughs> performance. And we, we yeah. got the dub in Philly, which is a great Still stadium, have. by the way. I do have to say. Yeah. Super it, Park is incredible. One of the best, uh, for sure. Uh, there's nothing better. I, I took my first Sons of Ben game in uh, last year, and it, it was electric. You know, there's yeah, there's a, a family that tried to come. They told people to sit down in front of them, and it didn't go very <laughs> well. <laughs> but uh, you got to know what you're signing up for. Uh, it literally says on the, on the seat there on the ticket, no uh, sitting whatsoever, which obviously your sports section. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Oh, if I've learned anything, no matter how many signs you put up, no matter how many times you tell people, and how many times you put it in their face, it's even yeah. emailed out with a ticket nowadays. Right. And they're still just like, what is this? Why are you yeah. Put that flag away. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. But look, this Philly team is fun, right? Talk to me about the midfield, because we've been talking about all this time, where Philly and their academy, I don't know what's in the water up there, okay? There's something in the Delaware, but, like, their academy product, they just keep busting these kids out. Leon Flock, Quinn Sullivan. You have Jack McGlynn. Jack McGlynn. I don't know. That's the Jack good McGlynn. one. Jack McGlynn. Jack McGlynn. <laughs> Are any of these kids, do you see any of these guys leaving? I know it's early in, you know, the offseason, but do you see any of them leaving? Uh, what's kind of their situation in this rotation of youngins? Yeah, Jack McGlynn would be your guy that would leave. Uh, he does have links to Europe. I honestly think, man, he's like one season away. I think if he got a, a more first team experience, uh, not just selfishly from a Philly fan, but uh, uh, I think it would help his development a ton. But he is on the radar of a lot of, you know, top clubs um, or secondary clubs, top leagues. Um, I, he's my favorite out of the bunch. I currently don't own a McGlynn, and uh, he's the guy that I'm trying to get for my rare collection. Uh, he's the guy that I, I feel like I need to have. Um, in terms of uh, God's dog, you know, we're not talking about a youngster, but uh, did you guys see the rumor? I don't know if it was real or not. It couldn't be. Uh, did you uh, see the rumor? I saw it. What, what was it? I like kind of passed it and I was like, I'm not even going to bother with this. I'll talk to Deke about it later. Open to loan to Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday. Um, why would the club ever do that? But again, um, didn't know the source. So I didn't take anything into it, but I, you know, I was like, uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> but, but there's been there's been rumors around him for a while, though, right? There's always kind of like that in the back, like, eh, he's going to go. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's happy in Philly. Um, I'm not too worried about him leaving. And even if he did, I, I feel like McGlynn could even play that attacking position or, you know, like Flock is there to step in as a guy that's maybe not a starter right now. Um, but that midfield, you know, the defensive Jose Martinez, he's just an engine that will get a yellow card every game, probably. Um, but, you know, he plays with intensity. He's like that heart. Whenever he's out, the team looks differently. That's for sure. Um, the right central spot is, is kind of a toss-up. Jesus Buena um, makes sense as a starter. Yes, let's go. Long live. <laughs> uh, he makes sense as a starter. He was good at times. Um, I wasn't completely sold on him, but he, he swayed me a little bit uh, with some of his form. He is on some sets as well whenever he plays, which is interesting. Um, but it's going to be him and Leon Flock coming back from injury. He was out for like ever, it seemed like. Um, 
but he's young. So uh, be interesting how that kind of shapes up. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so assuming assuming they go back to the diamond, which you mentioned yeah. that they might go to a back three. Um, if they go back to the diamond, though, you think it's McGlynn and one of Flock or Bueno as the two outsides, Martinez at the base, and guys that go top. I do, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that kind of – I feel like that's pretty set in stone uh, other than that Bueno-Flock position. And then Quinn Sullivan would be off the bench, I guess. Yep. And Man, then... it's – you'd think his position – he's been playing as like a striker, you know, as like the substitute yeah, striker true. with – with Donovan coming on, but I would like to see him get like, you know, a gauze dog role every once in a while type of thing. What, what are they going to do with a uh, Joaquin Torres? Because he came out. I remember early, early in the season, he came in, he yeah. looked really good. It was like, <laughs> Oh man, like he's going to come. He's just like dribbling between people and he looked really cool. And then he just never saw the pitch again. Yeah. He's like that super sub guy that they don't trust to start. Um, uh, let's see. He started seven times last year. Uh, but it just seems like he wasn't really a part of the team. He was good in Montreal. I mean, if you kind of think back, he was he was a good player. So um, I think they wanted him as like a spark plug uh, type of player off the bench, but I, I just don't see him in a starting role. Yeah, I, I bought some on the flip after Montreal, and uh, clearly they didn't work out. <laughs> so we have we have Carranza, we have Ure, right, as the yep. forwards. Um what does this team add? Like, what do we need? What are we? What are we trying to get in the off season? Assuming no one leaves, you know, <laughs> who, who gets who gets replaced? Yeah, it's like everyone's holding. It, it just there's not like a change. But if you look at that team at the tail end of the season, I know Glesnus wasn't a part of that. Kai uh, was suspended, but like you feel like something has to happen. Like you can't just not pick up anyone. And that's why I think the actual last window is where that could make that difference. So Ty Baribo, uh, Baribo, not sure how you say it. Um, uh, Jonathan is the Israel expert and he was on that. I think he even, yeah, I'm almost positive. He actually gave that scoop that there's a transfer happening there. Uh, I'm interested to see what he does. Uh, with, uh, curtain he kind of just gets everybody involved and you have to kind of learn the system and be around it so uh Barry Bell wasn't even really in there um but i think he's gonna get a bigger role so he's a guy that i think will have a bigger role Mikel ure was not great uh to say the least i i think he left a lot to be especially if like carranza was on the way out it was like man could we get two different strikers uh that are new um, but yeah, tricky. Um, I, I think it's still going to be Carranza and Ura, but I think, uh, that Ty Baribo is kind of pushing Ura a little bit and Ura's contract is not very friendly. So if someone could leave and they could push somebody out, maybe him, um, and maybe that'll be a change, but, uh, yeah. What do you want to see though? Like, <laughs> we know like what yeah, we yeah. think is going to happen, but like, what would you, as a Philly fan, as the city of Philly, what would be the one thing that makes you go, "Oh, we're back"? Like this, this is the year we're we're, doing, we're running back. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't have really those kind of. Are we going to get one guy to push us over the edge? If you look at the entire MLS, you see these like rumors and stuff. You're like, man, they got better. They got better. Uh, who's going to beat Miami? I, I know it's sore subject, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not ideal. If they could get better, it's just like 
they have solid guys at every spot. Uh, I'll completely say that. Maybe a central mid guy that's not Jesus Bueno. I think if you upgraded that position um, to really have, I know Bedoya was old, but like he brought a lot to the team, um, you know, as a leader on the field. That, that matters. Type of thing. That does matter. Um, as much as I didn't, you know, like start the kids, but like he he had a pretty big role and he was he was a legend for the club. Curtin wanted him back, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they could just sign him on like a a, a sneaky little hey uh, end of training camp, want to join us uh, type of thing. But uh, to be honest. I think Philly is not elite, and I'll, I'll I'll say that because they're not as good as the rest Clip of the teams. That. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're just a step behind. But I think they can be anybody, anytime. It's just I I, I really think that Miami's better. Um, you have some of these teams that they're just better. Um, but for server purposes, uh, I love the stack. I own the stack, and. Uh, I look forward to all the uh, home in Subaru Park, or they change their name. Uh, I feel like every season, whatever talent energy used to be. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so whoever has the money, yeah, yes. exactly. Whoever's going to pay them the most. Yeah, no, I I 100 agree with you, and I'm glad you kind of brought that up. It's like <laughs> Philly is just so solid, so they're going to be very consistent over the course of the year, and they're probably going to finish like decently high in the table. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're great, if that right. makes sense. Like, I yep. think a lot of other teams are going to have to figure things out. For example, Atlanta is going to have to figure out a lot of things, especially if Almada leaves. But like high-end potential in a one-off yeah. playoff game, Atlanta's got more potential than Philly does, just flat yeah. out. Um, Columbus, same way. You know, Miami, same way. Potentially, Orlando. I mean, there's there's tons of teams. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Orlando's more in that solid category. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. But... Yeah, I, th I think you hit it right on the head. Like, this is going to be a very consistent team. And for Sora purposes, this is going to score really, really well, I think. Um, even if real life, they're not going to have as high a ceiling as some other teams yeah. would. Yeah. Um, so I kind of I, I kind of want to go back to uh, Bob had a question a little while ago. Right. And I, I was we about gonna, I was about to go there. We, we were have gonna, so oh. many people in the chat. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. We got questions. We'll get to it. All right. All take right. it away. Cap 240, yep. Cap 240, uh, Bob, you're a legend. Uh, best capped options from Philly. So if you're looking for the Philly forward, um, can you pop up those uh, L15 so I don't yeah. uh, blow it? Uh, at forward, <laughs> uh, Carranza, as far as 53, is really solid. Um, I know it's you know not under that 50 kind of thing, but he didn't play a bunch of games too, so he could have a little bit of uh, leeway there. Uh, Ura... He just doesn't put up any AA, and Carranza's AA is pretty much from getting shots on goal, which he gets a ton of. So uh, at forward, I would 100% go Carranza. At the midfield, there are some sneaky kind of Jesus Bueno uh, at 39, but again, he's not locked in as a starter. But if he is the starter and he uh, can, you know, win out that position, that's big. Gosdog at 47, he is just a solid guy. He what was he 16 to 16 on pens or something ridiculous. He will not get that many pens this year. He just can't. It's just pen dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, Jack McGlynn, 55 is a little high for him. Plus his price is a little bit higher than you'd want really want. Um, Jose Martinez could be interesting. Uh, you see there 53, but he again, missed a bunch of games as well. Uh, he has enough yellow cards to bring a score down, you know, and uh, sitting out enough games that it is there. But um, there's not really a midfielder there that 
you absolutely you, love as a cap guy. What do you think about like Quinn Sullivan kind of coming off the bench? Because like if he scores, he's going to have 60 plus and he's yeah. on the 37. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has the most upside on this entire team as far as uh, real life potential. He's kind of the guy that, you know, the other guys that have already left the Aronsons, even Paxton. Paxton left too early in my opinion, but uh, he's yeah. kind of on that same trajectory uh, playing with the U.S. under 20s uh, World Cup. Uh, that kind of trajectory where he could see a pretty big boost and it's you never know when it's going to be uh yeah that 37 very very cap friendly and especially somebody goes down injuries happen uh yeah. and he steps into a starting role he could be he doesn't put up the best aa but uh he could do it uh he could be pretty solid i'm gonna put you on the spot who has a better okay. career quinn sullivan or Kevin sullivan oh Kevin is Kevin's young Kaven. Is, is the younger brother yep. for those who don't know. Kevin is the younger brother and is super super hyped and a lot of people love his potential. What is he like 14, 13, 14 somewhere yeah, in that he, neighborhood? He uh he's getting he close on, to signing though, right? You're right. He's got to be close. He was on that group that uh that Philly under whatever team it was that played like Real Madrid and that uh crazy like tournament Real was there uh to oh, some the, of the top uh, clubs. What's that called? Oh, yeah, it's down here in Florida. It's in Bradenton. Yeah. It's uh, it's the Adidas tournament, isn't it? It's the generation. Yeah, I was going to say, tournament. is yeah. it Generation <laughs> Adidas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Generation yeah. Adidas. Yeah, uh, I couldn't think of what it was, but uh, he was him and the team were dominant, which was kind of crazy to see with some of those teams. And it's kind of crazy because I mean, yeah, they've been putting out crazy people that are just like you know young stud after young stud, but it's kind of out of nowhere. I mean, the academy's great; they do a great job, but. It's not like, I don't know, Philadelphia is a big area, but I don't know. It's just crazy. You got a uh, pull sick came out of like Hershey area, which is not too far from there too. So th there's a lot of talent from that area. Tyler Adams, X definitely from yeah. that, that area too. It's crazy. Oh. Yeah. While we're talking about, while we're talking about the kids, our friend from Poland here has a full 2022 limited collection with multi guys on level 20. Besides Jack McGlynn, obviously plant your flag. Who's going to be the youngster that really breaks out this year? You know, they're all, great yeah uh who's getting the headlines yeah out of that out of that collection probably quinn sullivan off the bench uh he has the most upside because it, it's tough with philly because everyone says like they're a nailed on starter <laughs> so it's <laughs> like you're kind of like looking uh they signed nick pariano pariano or something like that uh however you say it uh from the kind of the academy he's a homegrown guy he's a attacking mid he has some upside but like Two years down the line, not for this year. Uh, Chris Donovan, I can't get behind him. He has scored some goals, but he just looks, I don't know, unathletic, uh, just not great. Uh, where Quinn Sullivan, he just kind of has a more well-rounded game. Uh, I think he's played decent amount of striker, which is kind of out of position, in my opinion, for him. So what he's doing in that kind of role, I'd like to see him in like a, a midfield role, like his card is, but uh yeah, I, I'd say Quinn Sullivan's the best uh, outside of, you know, your McGlynn, or I'd say Jesus Bueno has probably the most upside if he wins that starting position. Oh, there it is. And uh, don't we sleep on Leon Flock. And Leon, Leon Flock, if he Leon wins Flock. that. Yeah. I, I think Leon Flock is really, really good in, in I, real life, not in so rare, yeah. but in real life. I think he's. I he's agree. I mean, kind of that uh, hernia he had last year just kind of derailed where he was and Jesus Bueno kind of stepped up. Jesus Bueno wasn't even on the radar. Yeah. My radar. I was like, wait, who's this starting? Uh, kind of thing. And it's like, 
yeah, Leon Flock, uh, I think his transfer market is like three plus million or something. Uh, last time I looked, so he he's... he was he was keeping Jack McGlynn on the bench at yeah. the, basically the same I, age. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't sleep on Leon Flock when that's yeah, like, back. That's a great shout. Even though he's only gonna put up forty five points a game ever, but he's good in real life. <laughs> Hey, it, it doesn't translate, but you know what? You go, you watch it on TV, you're like, whoa, dude. Heck yeah. Uh, before we before we move on, we do have a Twitter question too, because people, Twitter, you can get on Twitter. George St. Ledger, who is actually a sober MBA, yeah. shout out Swingman Podcast, wants to know your top three MLS picks for the new season. Goalkeeper, defender, and mid and forward. So just, wow, that's give me three goalkeepers all from Philly. <laughs> Can't even name so, three. <laughs> so give, give us a shout out some names you think in the MLS that are going to be great for next season. We need uh, to know. We need to yeah. know the truth from Deke himself. I think, uh, you know, I'm not as high on this team, but uh, I'm high on the goaltender situation. It would be Daniel from San Jose. I think he's very locked in. And uh, Takioka from Vancouver, same kind of situation. I think those two guys are super locked in. Um and I just don't see them losing the the spots and like they're that guy. Um, I know San Jose just what Yarbrough just got signed with them, but he's a backup. I'm not too worried there. Um, Allegedly I mean, got signed with them. I don't think <laughs> oh, it's I would, no, it, was confirmed, it was confirmed today. Today, yeah. oh, it was confirmed today. It did, yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's well, a one year deal plus one. So I mean, he's going to be declined. I'm sure. Wait, can I flip <laughs> my bags. We don't Let both have rare. No, we, we, we definitely don't both have rare Yarbrough's on my suggestion. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't buy one after League's Cup. Yeah. Tell me why uh Stephen Cleveland is one of the best goalkeepers zone right now. Uh yeah, I can't can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a weird situation with uh Stuver still there. I, I honestly think Stuver's still the starter. Uh, I hate to say it, but Cleveland did go somewhere to be the starter, which right. makes it completely weird. And you got Damian Loss, who uh, he's like, just get me out because I'm clearly never going to start, um, which he has some talent. He's you not know, bad. I, he's not yeah. bad at all. So, yeah, that's a situation that Steph Cleveland wanted to start somewhere. So it makes sense that, uh, you know, he went to somewhere. I, I honestly thought that it would be like a sign and trade type of thing where they trade him and then, you know, give him this new contract and then, trade them again but or like trade Stuver. still happen yeah i don't know that's it doesn't really make sense to have both of them but i don't know i just think Stuver's gonna have a short lease this year yeah, he will <laughs> i think it i think it's very short i think it's a competition at preseason i think like yeah, yeah i don't i don't necessarily think that Stuver is gonna start day one um yeah it's okay. definitely toss up so back to uh back to the question so let's go to defenders <sighs> yeah um Let's see. If you don't think Kai wise. Wagner, we're just ending the stream right now. <laughs> yeah. Who would you be? I mean, his L15s unplayable and capped. Uh, was it a capped question or was no, it just a just total? Just, just, a, oh, just in general. Yeah. MLS. Okay. Yeah. So uh yeah, Kai, I mean, he has pretty much all sets that are being swung in. He just puts up crazy AA at times. Um, let's talk about Hollingshead. He was so good last year, like the tail end. So good. He was yeah. so good. Um, but that LFC for the final. team, yeah, except for the final. That LFC team looks like a corpse right now. So uh, they like have four starters. I feel like that's uh, kind of weird. Um, some of these guys moving off, like uh, Palacios moving off. I'm just taking under 23. Tolkien's probably gone. Uh, you got a lot Zerman? of guys moving. Uh, Walker Zimmerman could be interesting. Uh, my boy Barry L, he's gone. 
Uh, there's a lot of guys that are gone. So let's go there's back to uh, Kamal Miller uh, moving, mm. familiar coaching. Uh, Crepo there. Uh, he could be interesting. I think he's uh, a guy that can be really solid. I think Portland's going to look a lot different uh, defensively, kind of everything. Um, I think Vander's going to take a, a step if he doesn't move uh, in the right direction. Second year in the MLS. Uh, so not to spoil one of my midfielders, but I do like a Vander if he stays. And if. Uh, yeah, that's a big if. <laughs> what about uh, Miles Robinson? What do you think about him in Cincy? He should be good in Cincy. Yeah, uh, that back line is going to still be solid. Um, yeah, with I can't believe they got him on a non DP. I, <laughs> I I just can't Wild, believe that. Right? What a, That's unbelievable. Miami. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, I'll come here and non. Wow, he just he I didn't he want the Walker Zimmerman contract? Wasn't he in that ballpark yeah. or something? Yeah. Well, apparently, I think I read something. I don't know how legit it was either, but I guess the offer just wasn't that high in Europe, and he made more money at Cincy from the offers he was getting. So, yeah. like, screw it. Yeah, like playing time, you get money. Who yeah. says no? Oh, Mike Baston makes uh, something that I would absolutely love. Why not? Ooh, makes sense. Yeah. Why coming in hot? Yeah. Huh. Please uh, whisper that into someone's ear so that uh, we get him as a backup. So then. You have him whenever Blake leaves or oh, on a low L15. Sign me up. There, there it is. That's there it is. That's, that's why we do these. Getting, getting the alpha right there. Oh, yeah. Speaking of new existence. All right. Midfielders and forwards. Some recommendations for the MLS. Uh, so, yeah, I like Evander. Um, I like Santi Moreno to kind of bounce back as well. He looked a lot yeah. better down towards the He's second done. half. Boy, he was horrible. Uh, there was like all those rumors about him not being happy. That whole club was a dumpster fire he was times. averaging like 32 yes as a starter <laughs> like it, it was bad it was so bad he was and in he, my he did get significantly better at, at the end of the year he was in my cap 240 like every time so like that's yeah. an under radar guy and probably my favorite player in the league is ricky pooge um he's just so fun to watch i love him <laughs> like he's just amazing so that that would be if you had one guy to just kind of stick behind as like a neutral supporter Ricky Pooge would be that guy. And now they have like Carlos Vela rumors. Um, they're Can I just say, I love that. Yeah. So they're much. rebuilding, but in a way that they're like getting all this youth and then they're like, and Carlos Vela. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, they got it. It's LA Galaxy. They got to do something. Yeah. Do uh, something. Make a splash, right? They've lost like, their soul. Yeah. There would be a war in LA. Like there would literally be like, There'd be like gang war. There'd be riots in the streets. Just just imagine that. Like the first LAFC home match, El Trafico, him coming back. Like that's must see. Sign me up. Apple TV. I'll I'll pay the year. Just fly me out. I'm <laughs> going out. I want to be there for that. <laughs> right? Yeah. That that's just only in the MLS, right? <laughs> All right. Next sober meetup at the <laughs> when Carlos Vela goes to the Galaxy. That first yeah. El Trafico. We're all there. Count us in uh forward if you want to yeah uh this guy messy he's pretty good you know uh, low l15 he, he was decent <laughs> at the end of last year but i'd like to see him prove it a little bit more i'm not 100 yeah. sold on that guy i think david yeah. goss theorem you know second year in the mls he'll finally break out correct yeah yeah, yeah. they transfer to europe all that good stuff what do you guys think about kucho do you think he's gonna get that move or is he like a summer away slash year 
See, watching him in MLS Cup final, I thought he was moving. I just it looked like a guy that was not coming back. Same with Aiden Morris, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I didn't get the feeling that he thought he was coming back at that point. But like these things changed like uh, very quickly too. So, um, Tiago Amada is not gone yet. Uh, right. have an How are yet. these people still here? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just how is Fortuna Torres still here? God, he loves it. Okay, he loves right. it. Let's have this conversation, okay? We're just, we're just gonna we're just gonna have it. Did we all get a little too ahead of our skis here and hype on how massive the MLS is and go? You know what? Maybe maybe people are cushy right now. Maybe people aren't. And like maybe it's like the whole COVID thing where everything was just super expensive. Where like we got all these like record breaking transfers. Like we're gonna sell them all. And now it's like we're not getting the high offers. Players aren't going like we thought. It's like you know what? Maybe we're gonna hang out here in our little MLS for a little bit longer. Yeah, that's. Do you think that Almada will play? Like the season comes around, he doesn't have an offer. Do you think he'll just sit out, or do you think? Nah, you gotta play. Yeah, nah, you just... you, like you, this isn't the NFL. Like you have yeah, to yeah. play. You have to, <laughs> you have to put yourself on that on that like pedestal or that that like you're showcasing your talent. On like turf? that's where you get all the. Yeah, I get it. It, it is on <laughs> turf. Um, so you have the injury risk. That's true. But like you have to like wow people in order to get yeah. that move. So yeah, I mean he's. It's not going to get a bigger move by sitting out. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's a lot like, I mean, guys that, yeah, I want this move, but they're just not happening. <laughs> like, just like, yeah, that's great and all, but you haven't had an offer. <laughs> <laughs> to who? Oh, oh, just like our so rare card. Did you guys see the Georgie Mihailovic thing where they like told him in Holland, like, give us a list of clubs that you would want to play for? And he didn't give him Colorado. And no then they're like, you're going to Colorado. <laughs> Oh man, uh, let's talk like, about Colorado. For him I actually mean... coming out and saying that is is wild. Like, what way to ingratiate yourself to the new <laughs> fans? Like, yeah, I really don't want to be here. My team just made me come here. All to right, be then... fair, he probably didn't think that there's many Colorado fans after last year. Uh, I mean, I don't think there are. I mean, if there is one, please raise your hand. We'd like to introduce ourselves. Isn't Fripp a Colorado? I was about to say, where's Fripp? He's probably just from Colorado. I don't think yeah, he's a Colorado probably, fan. Yeah, yeah they don't, well, go, guess they don't what? go together. <laughs> you live in Colorado. You're the Colorado expert, all right? It's just, I don't make the rules. It's just, it's just how it happens. Yeah, I mean, they've made some crazy signings. Like, yeah. I mean, you got Stefan, you got Omir Fernandez, um, Sam Vines. Like, some I didn't see that coming. bad signings is what you meant to say. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah. How do you how do we are we buying in on Colorado yet? Not We're yet. not ending the Philly episode with Colorado. <laughs> okay, well, definitely gonna, not how this is. Gonna I was going to do that and then go into where is Philly going to end the table. Right? Yeah, there we go. There. We yeah, go. I like that. It's, it's a hot topic. All right. No one wants to listen to a full Colorado episode. Right. But if you sneak it in at the end of a nice Philly episode. <laughs> yeah, there you then, go. Like everything's so right. We don't have world. to do the Colorado one. It's yeah, great. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I love Mike's comment, too. That yeah. explains why Fripp's traveling. <laughs> yeah cool. i mean i'm sure like colorado is beautiful just you don't you're not there for the mls that's for sure Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah um so, so talk to us about about philly where do yeah. they finish in the table next year give me a number okay um i'm gonna give you two numbers not because uh i want to you know cover my bases uh if carranza leaves i'm gonna go seventh if Carranza stays, I'm going to go third. Oh, okay. that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they can score goals without Carranza, 
and they will be significantly worse. Uh, you know, signings can happen, but I feel like they're going to be more consistent than the majority of the teams. Like we talked about, I think Miami will be above them. I think Cincinnati has a little bit of a hangover and they actually aren't. I think they're going to be good, but I, I, I don't think they're going to be near as dominant as they were. Um, they won so many close games at home that just isn't really repeatable, even though Can they, they score goals. Also, that's that's the kind of the same yeah. thing. I mean, you're losing some Corey key pieces. Yeah, he can score, I guess, but he can't really get too excited about it. Um, but again, there's a lot of good teams, which is scary. Uh, I'm gonna gonna say Orlando can't have that same run. I think they're gonna be solid, but uh, they were unbelievable on the road. Can they still do that? Probably, but uh, Columbus is gonna be scary. Face you all know? the Joe Benedicts on the road. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is Cucho still there? You know, they have some things there. New England, if they could figure things out, they look pretty darn good. Uh, Atlanta could be scary, but it's more of these upside. Like, Don't are these teams going to be consistent throughout the entire season? Um, I'm on my place, Toronto. Toronto. I just think everybody's sleeping on Toronto, and if they want to, they they can play. And if they make moves, which you got to think the big boys, the Italians are gone, right? They're still if there. They're still they're there. Still but... there. Those are two guys that I feel like wouldn't play. I feel <laughs> like John play. Herdman can get anybody to run through a wall. So yeah, yeah, if there's that's... someone who can do it, I feel like it could be him. And like their talent is undeniable. So just get them yeah. on the field and let's see what happens. I let's I get... think they'll be at least a playoff team. At yeah. least. Yeah. I, uh, as, as someone who uh, made an MLS Cup uh, bet on Toronto last year, at the beginning of the season, uh, maybe my predictions aren't really worth uh, anything. So I, I do want to preface that. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, it was it was looking great. It was on paper. It on paper, great. You get you get Sean Johnson. You're like, man, goalie looks great. We tool just looks solid. But then you you actually look at it and you're like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Everyone steps on the field and just gets injured. So. Uh, <laughs> Oh wait, Michael Bradley is not 28 <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I, I could have sworn he was still playing for the national team. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh yikes, yikes, yikes. One. But dude, Deke, thanks for coming on and talking. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh it's yeah. exciting. I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. Yeah, I appreciate it. As you guys know, thanks for tuning in. Everybody that was in the chat, everybody that subscribed, everybody that's tuning in. We have a lot of MLS content coming at you. If you have anybody you want to hear from, let us know. Because there are a lot of teams and a lot of people that I don't know yet. So let's get to it. Again, Dick, thanks for coming on. Doop, 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 or however that song goes. There.